they were assembled together at Shiloh. They set up tabernacle of meeting. What is a tabernacle? A tent of what? A place of worship. It's a place of prayers. They set up a place of tabernacle, a place of worship. Uh-huh. And the land was subdued. How? In the place of worship, in the tabernacle. In the tabernacle. When you gather together in the tabernacle, you are here to make declaration, to rule, to take things, to rearrange destinies. Because we we, we are governed, the church is governed by the Holy Spirit. And as believers, we are also governed by the Holy Spirit. So the corporate Holy Spirit is here, and where the anointing is strong, our faith is dead easier. Are you following me? You know, it's easy. When, when we rub faith with faith. So you take possessions. You command. And I said the number one thing you must do is that you must submit your tongue. The Bible said, yield your members. Yield your members to the things of righteousness. And the number one part of your body must yield to the Holy Spirit is your tongue. When you yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit, your word becomes powerful and everything you say by the help of the Holy Spirit will come to pass. Because the Bible says no man can tame his tongue. You remember? We're just going over what we see on Sunday. No man can tame his tongue. And the tongue that is not tamed set the course of those people's life on fire. But the tongue that is tamed set your own life and the course of your life in the glorious parts. Are you, are you following me? It set your the course of your life on fire. When the Holy Spirit governs your tongue, you are able, remember, you are also, though you are worshipping in a tabernacle, you by yourself is a tabernacle. Because we are the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. You get it? Amen. We have really, really come back. So, it's very easy that to preach <laughs> So we are also the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit takes over your tongue, you yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit. Your words, especially when you put the word of God in your mouth, is as if God declared it himself. It will come to pass. But it starts with you willingly yielding your tongue to the Holy Spirit. 
Do every believer have the Holy Spirit? Yes. But has every believer yielded their tongue to the Holy Spirit? Not really. You yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit. And that one, that was one of the number one assignment the Holy Spirit did from what we record, what was recorded for us in the Bible. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, starting from verse 2, 3, and 4, that when the Holy Spirit came, there was tongues of fire on them, and every man spoke in a different tongue. So what actually happened then was that the tongue of fire from hell was driven out from the mouth of the believers. And the tongue of fire from heaven was put in a believer's mouth. Did you get it? Did you get it? Okay. The first fire is from is from heaven. If that fire is still there, will you be able to change what that mouth or that tongue has set on fire? You cannot. So you need a superior fire. And that fire came on the day of Pentecost. And since then has remained on the face of the earth. But the Bible says we have to heed ourselves or our members to the Holy Spirit to govern our tongue. And how do you heed? You just give yourself to it. Amen. Amen. Number one, you must put the word of God in your mouth. It will be in your heart, it overflows from you, and when it takes over you and control you, you will speak it out with boldness and with faith. Are you following? If you will say to this mountain, be that removed and that not in your heart, you shall have whatever you say. And have you drowned out? I want to answer that's a question. How do you draw doubt? How do you drive doubt out of your heart, out of your mind, out of your spirit? By what? By, by hearing and hearing by the word of God. By hearing, you hear first before you speak. You hear first before you speak. After you hear and you are full of the word, there is no more space for doubt. You force that out. If you read the book by Charles Cow, um, The Blessing of the Body, what's the title again? The Creative Power for Financial Blessing. He said, when you make this declaration over time, faith will what? Come. Why will faith come? Because you are hearing yourself say what God has said. 
So the hearing is coming from your mouth and you are hearing it. God, don't you hear yourself when you read it? When you make those declarations? Yes. So when you are declaring it, there are several things that happen. But the major one is that you are building up your own faith. And whether you know it or not, circumstances and spirits that are present in the atmosphere, that are present, they are hearing you are saying what God says. Are you following? Then towards the end, I think this last paragraph, second to the last paragraph of that book, he explains another principle. He said, and which I want you guys to know, for those that are not getting to that last page, or that's, that read through it with speed, I want you to pay attention when you go back there. He said, when we speak the word of God on a continual basis, angels and ministry spirits Angels are ministry spirits and they will, in conjunction with their Holy Spirits, we go out there or we work diligently. Somebody say, say diligently. What is, what is the meaning of, dil of diligently? They work in such a way that will make what you are saying come to pass. Are you following me? It's in that book. Said the Holy Spirit and the angels, when they hear you speaking the word of God, they go out and walk diligently to make sure that the mountains you are talking to, to go, that they go. And the mountains you are commanding to come to you, they come. Are you following? Yeah. That's two principles now. The first one was you put it, you declare the word of God, now you read it out because you are putting the word of God inside of you. Then, when you are reading it, at the same time, you are programming yourself and increasing your faith. Something else is happening in the atmosphere, in the spirit realm. Angels and the Holy Spirit are at work, diligently working to make sure the word of God comes to pass. They, you know, they diligently work to make sure the word of God comes to pass. They make sure that you have what you say. So let's flip the coin. Okay? Because all truths are parallel. Let's flip the, point, uh, the coin. If you were not declaring the word of God and you say paraventure, you were declaring fear, you were declaring unbelief, you were declaring lack instead of prosperity, you were declaring sickness instead of health, what will 
equally be happy. Sorry? Not endless. You. Not endless. Truth are parallel. When you declare the word of God, angels and the Holy Spirit, they hear and they work diligently to make your word come to pass so that you have what you say. Okay. When you flip the coin, you are not saying what God said. You are saying something else. You are talking fear, talking unbelief, talking sickness, talking pain. What will be happening? The devils and the demons, they will equally work diligently to make sure you have what you say. You can, it's simple. That's why you hear some people will say, I was only joking when I said it, I didn't know it was going to happen. Or oh, the person is a witch, he's not a witch. You only make declaration a negative faith was released. And the creative power of the negative forces took it and implemented it. Amen? But if you yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit, not only you avoid such statements, when you do, Confess something like that, something will tell you within you, you will know, you will feel it. Has anybody witnessed something like that? You will feel it right away that you've done you've said something like you're supposed to say. What do you do? You cancel it or you reverse it. Or you apologize. Or just say, Father, I see forgiveness and I cancel it. I render those words not too much realize. Remember, you have to be conscious that every word that you say will come to pass. That is the essence of our confession. That is the essence why we are taking details. Because if you master, the Bible says, if you master your tongue, whoever controls your tongue will control your destiny. If the Holy Spirit becomes the governor of your tongue and you are conscious of it, Nothing will dear you. Nothing will dear you. You always have what you say. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if a tree be good, his fruit will be good. If a tree be bad, the fruit also will be bad. If you master your tongue, if you let the Holy Spirit master your tongue, and you are careful to yield continually to the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter whether you are Typing, testing, or discussing with anybody, you will be able to catch when faith is not at work. For instance, 
somebody messaged me from Nigeria that a daughter just graduated, got a job, just got a job, and became afflicted with kidney, with kidney uh, problems. And the same time the daughter was afflicted with kidney problem, the his work where the revenue, the source of his revenue, was equally afflicted. Their savings was strange. No more new income coming in. What do you think faith will rise in his heart? You see. That is where faith is supposed to really play a role. But guess what? Most Christians, it is that time they confess their situation rather than what God has said. It's either they never be taught or they were taught and they did not practice it. Are you following? So his confession is. The country where he is is so bad. The system is so bad. There's no job. His job has just ended. Now the daughter is sick. He has never begged anybody for anything before. Now he's forced to beg any. He's trying to force. He's trying to beg people. And he just went on and on and on and on and on. Then I, I told him, I said, is that what you want? Is that what you really want? He said, no. Why don't you declare that your case is different? Why don't you declare your faith, your, your case is different? The country might be bad. The Bible says darkness might cover the earth and tip darkness upon the people but the light of God or the glory of God will be seen upon you meaning you would be different your case will be different now what is that what the Bible verse say um, Isaiah 60 verse 1 to 3 let's look at it Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Verse 2. See, see, look, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. What is thick darkness? It doesn't mean everywhere is going to be black, pit black as night. Is that not what it means? Darkness is where Satan strikes. Where sickness strikes. Where poverty strikes. When the thief come to devour your harvest. That's thick darkness. Come in. He said you should sit 
unless Satan has a free day. Is that what he said you should do? No. That is the time you need to yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit. That is the time you must speak what God says. That is the time to release your faith. That is the time you must speak contrary to situation. Is this is that brother a Christian? He is a Christian. He is a Christian. Hallelujah. So the purpose of we gathering together is to subdue, is to subdue the earth, to subdue the nation. We remember what we read in Joshua chapter 18, verse 1. When the people gathered at Shiloh at the tabernacle, they subdued the land. They subdued the land. This is Bible application. How to use the word of God. How to use the word of God. Hallelujah. He said the whole assembly. Now go back to. Okay. The whole assembly of Israel gathered at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. And you understand that the tent of meeting was they were meeting as a group. Their country was brought under their control. They subdued the country. They subdued the ground. They subdued the nation. And I said, you're going to subdue the nation with your mouth. You're going to subdue circumstances with your mouth. The best time to do it, after you have learned it, now that everything is okay, everybody is doing it as a, as a group, it's easy. You train now, when you are practicing for your athletic event, you are in control. Are you following? But when you are in a competition, you have others to contend with. And your strategy is to win. Your strategy is to win. What you learn in your practice, the endurance that you practice, you put them to work. As a Christian, when you come in our gathering, in our fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and we learn the Word of God, and we understand the Word of God, and practice the use. When circumstances, even before they come, you are already releasing it. You are not just doing this for yourself. Are you hearing me? You are not just learning these principles of faith just for your finances to turn around, for your family to get ahead. It's for you to help others that will come in contact with you. That is the essence of God lifting you 
so that you can lift others. So the brother keep confessing what he was saying, and I told him, no, declare your case is different. Speak life. If you cannot say anything, be quiet. If you cannot release faith, be quiet. There is not, there's no harm. Be quiet. You may not be able to pray, you may not be able to make confessions, be quiet. Don't give your enemies weapons to fight against you. I told him, don't speak death around that girl. Don't go there and, just, and be declaring what you know based on what the doctors are telling you. And don't let people that come there speak the same. This is true testing. So what I'm saying is that when you have trained yourself with this word, when you have trained yourself with the word of God, it doesn't matter where the person is talking to you from. The spirit will tell you there's something wrong here. Their problem is not the sickness. Their problem is because they are on tongue is sick. Tell somebody I have a healing tongue. I have a healing tongue. Did you get the teaching? You see, when we talk about the healing tongue, you didn't know that we're going to use it. Now you know, you see how you can identify a tongue that is sick and a tongue that is healed. A healing tongue is not a tongue that is confessing you are having a healing tongue. <laughs> a healing tongue is a tongue that is able to use it to heal the nations. You can change somebody's destinies in a distant land based on what you know now. When you hear them speak, you see their chest, you see their right up, you can identify you are a doctor, you are a spiritual doctor to diagnose the disease and you change your finances, you change their health, you change their estates. That's why we are Christians. As Jesus was sent by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Jesus yielded his tongue to the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that no one speak like he did. And that is how God wants us to speak like Jesus. He was an example for us. He was an example for us. Psalm 60 verse 3 Verse 2 and 3. Darkness might cover the earth. Isaiah 60, verse 2 and 3. See. Darkness cover the earth until darkness is over the people. Let the Lord arise upon you. Let the Lord arise upon you. And what will happen? His glory appears over you. Remember when we said 
This year is our year of lifting. One of the pictures you must have, one of the pictures you must have is the picture of a spotlight. A spotlight, you know what a spotlight is? When an actor is acting and the lights are turned on, the main actor, you see the light will follow them anywhere they go. Are you following me? That's what God is saying here. The darkness might cover the whole earth, but a spotlight of glory will be all over you. It will single you out. That's the meaning of you standing out. You will, be, you will stand out. Your case will be different. The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Meaning, everybody might be failing. Everybody might be sick. The country might be bad physically. But it's not going to affect you. This is a consciousness. This is a consciousness. The Bible says in the book of Job, when others say there is a casting down, you must consciously say, there is a lifting up. When others say things are going bad, you say it's not for me. Things are going up for me. When others say things are not working, you say it's not my case. Things are working for me. At the beginning, it will see, it will look as if you are out of place. That is when you know you are operating in different law. You want to stand out? Do you want to stand out? Yes. So if you want to stand out, you cannot fit in. You cannot blend in and still want to stand out. You can't have, can have it both ways. You must be ready to do something contrary to what you are already doing. You must be ready to speak contrary. That's why we are Christians. That's why we yield our tongue to the Holy Spirit. Be embold. Embold. By the Spirit of God. To speak contrary. Just like Jesus saying to the troubled sea. Be calm. Be still. Hallelujah. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. I will never be sick another day of my life. I will never be sick another day of my life. I will never be broke another day of my life. I will never be broke another day of my life. It says, I think in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 9. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 9 or 9 verse 13 where he said if you will obey the voice of God and serve diligently
and cause you to stand out. It will take you from the crowd. He will set you high above all nations on earth. Verse 2. All these blessings is what I was coming to. This where I was coming to. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God to be bold to say what God says in faith. Hallelujah. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Verse 3. You will have money in the city and you will have money in the village. That's what he says. You will be in health in the village and you will be in health in the city. It doesn't matter where you find yourself, you are strong. You will be blessed in the city and be blessed in the country. Next verse. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. Amen. The crop of your hand, or the, the, the crop of your land, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your heads, and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket, your bank account, your investments, your basket, and your kindred. Trump will be blessed. Your bank account will be blessed. Your workplace where you work, you will be recognized. Next verse. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. Isaiah 60 again. Let's go to verse 4 5. We stop at 3, didn't we? Aren't you glad you came to church tonight? Aren't you glad you came to church tonight? Yes. Verse 60, chapter 60, verse Isaiah 60, verse 4. So lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. All assemble and come to you. 
Oh, hallelujah. I just love the prophecy I received on Monday. He said, Men of influence, men of influence are coming to you from all directions. And there is prosperity in your camp. As your life continues to shine, God is working victory in you and through you. Hallelujah. Don't forget the word of God. Don't forget your prophecy. This is our prophecy. He said, lift up your eyes and see they are coming. Men of influence, kings are coming to your rising. They are coming to your rising. They are coming to see you being lifted. They are coming to be a part of it and say, no, I want to be a part of it. A time is coming, people will embarrass you with money. People will embarrass you with favor. Everywhere you go, because you have honored the Lord your God by praying, worshiping, giving your time and your and your substance, God will single you out in the name of Jesus. Amen. When others suffer shame, you will be honored. Because the Bible says, they that wait upon their master shall be honored. Hallelujah. See, your songs are coming. Oh, hallelujah. Your songs are coming. Your songs are coming. Your songs are coming. Your songs are coming. They are coming. Your songs are coming. They are coming from afar. Your daughters are carried on the hip. Glory to God. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I sense the anointing of the Holy Spirit in this place. When the word of God is preached, the word of God is preached, the spirit of God is present to make it happen. He said, upon my Zion, there shall be deliverance. Upon my Zion, people shall take hold of what belongs to them. Upon my Zion, there shall be thanksgiving. Upon my Zion, there shall be healing. Upon my Zion, that people will be set free. Upon my Zion, they will reign. This life. He said, then you will look and be radiant. He said, you'll be transformed to the glory of God. Being radiant is being is being is being showcasing God's glory. Remember in verse 1, he said, Arise and shine, for the light of God is risen upon thee. The glory of God is seen upon thee. This same thing he's saying here, that the radiancy of God is seen upon you. The glory of God is seen upon you because you dare to stand out. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will drop and swell with joy. The wets on the sea will be brought to you. To you, the riches of the nations will come. To you, the riches of the nations will come. Hallelujah. See, God delights in my prosperity. The Bible says, God delights in the prosperity of his servant. Are you not God's servant? God delights in my prosperity. 
The nations, the weight of the nations will come to you. I didn't say that. God said it. He said the word of the sea will be brought to you. And to you the riches of the nations will come. They will come. You will subdue nations as you gather together in the assembly or in the tabernacle of the Lord. You make declarations. You make confession. You declare what you want to see happen concerning your finances, concerning your family, concerning your nation, concerning the church of Christ. The Bible says they will come to pass if you doubt not, if you stay in that place of prayer, if you stay in the place of faith and continually make sacrifice of praise, make sacrifice of declaration unto him in confessing what God says. Angels will work on your behalf to make sure that you get what you see. Hallelujah. I said so many things in one minute. Hallelujah. So when they gather together, they subdue the nation. They subdue the earth. And not only they subdue it, they were going to send men to help their brothers and their sisters take their inheritance. This is why God brought us here. To help those that don't know how to take their inheritance, to help them take their inheritance. That was verse 5, verse 6. So you begin to list to you what are going to come to you. Hacks of Carmel will cover your lands. Young Carmels of Medians and Ephraim and all from Seba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praises of the Lord. Psalm 47 verse 1. Psalm 47 verse 1. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. All ye nations. Shout to God with a cry of joy. Woo! Glory! Glory! Verse 2. For the Lord Most High is awesome, a great king over all the earth. Verse 3. For the Most High, he subdued nation under us. Hallelujah. Remember, you, re you remember what you said? That when you continue to say what God says, angels and the Holy Spirit will walk diligently to make sure that your world come to pass. He said, he will subdue nations under you. He will subdue nations under you. Peoples under your feet. Peoples under your feet. Hallelujah. Amen. 
He chose our inheritance for us. He chose our inheritance for us. He chose your inheritance for you. The pride of Jacob, whom he loved. God is choosing for you. God will surpass your, your heart desire. God will override your heart desire and he will walk according to his word. You know, there are certain things you cannot really voice by faith based on what you know. But with the word of God, when you say it, the word of God will create it. That's how God chooses our inheritance for us. Hallelujah. Let's face God has ascended and amidst shout of joy. The Lord amidst the shouting of trumpets. Sing praises to the sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. Amen. There is so much to learn in the Word of God. It's our takeaway. Know that the fire from hell has been driven out of your mouth. Your tongue has been healed. Your tongue no longer set the course of your life on fire. It no longer set your body on fire or on diseases because your tongue is a healed tongue. When the Holy Spirit came into you, it drove out the fire from hell and put fire from heaven in your mouth. It put eternity in our mouth. The Bible says it made our our tongue, the pen of a ready writer. You guys know where that is in the Bible? It's the book of Psalms. He made my tongue the pen of a ready writer. Well, that will be our last scripture for the day. He has made my tongue a pen.
Said my is dead with a nobody. My heart is dead with a nobody. As I recite my verses for the king. As I recite, as I confess my verses, my prosperity verses, my healing verses, my deliverance verses, as I recite them, as I confess them for the king, my tongue, somebody say my tongue, my tongue. is a pen of a skillful writer. Next verse, verse 2. You are the most excellent of men. Your lips have been anointed with grace. Hallelujah. Your lips have been anointed with grace. Since God has blessed you forever. As you confess God's word, as you take his promises, you take those healing verses, you take those promises consciously, look for Bible verses, put them together from time to time, begin to recite them. That's what the Bible says. That's how you build your, your that's how you stay the anointing of the Holy Spirit in you. That's how you stay. The anointing of the Holy Spirit in you. That's how you become drunk in the Holy Spirit. It's already in you. You just stay it up. He said, He has anointed your lips with grace. My lips are anointed. My, my lips, my tongue is a healed tongue, giving the blessings. It brings praise. How can a tongue from hell be able to worship God? It cannot. How can a tongue from hell be able to praise God? It cannot. Then your tongue is grace. Your tongue is the pain of a writing writer. You are most excellent of men. You are distinct. You are distinct. You are called out. You stand out. And your lips have been anointed with grace. Since God has blessed you forevermore. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray, Father, the word that we are here tonight. Let the Holy Spirit help us lead them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Just thank God for the word. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for teaching us by your spirit, by the anointing to subdue the nation. As we gather together in the tabernacle, Father, the nations are subdued for us. They are subdued for us. We take charge, we take, we take. We take authority over the land. We take authority over resources. We take authority over finances. 
We take authority over the works of our hand. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name, O God. As you begin, as we begin to declare your word in faith, releasing what you have said, O God, put into practice what you have taught us by your word. We thank you, Father, for manifestation. We thank you for testimonies. We thank you for new levels. We thank you, Father, for anointing our lips and gracing us, Father God, to do more in the name of Jesus. Father, you said that you were going to be with the mouth of Moses and the mouth of Aaron. We thank you, Father, you are not just by our mouth, O oh God. You actually speak in us and you speak to us. We bless you and we honor you, God. Oh, I thank you tonight, O oh God. Holy Spirit, you are the governor of our tongue. We yield our tongue. We yield our members. We yield all of us to you, O God. As your living tabernacle, we ask that you receive the praise that is due you from these lips. We thank you, Father, you receive that the prayer that is offered to you from this lips. In the mighty name of Jesus, from our lips, O oh God, let the praise, the continual praise of your name, Father God, be enlarged. In the name of Jesus, ask God to amplify your voice. Ask God to amplify your voice. That people that hear you now are not just the people that will hear you. That they will hear you beyond your region. They will hear you beyond this natural world. They will hear you in the spirit realm. They will hear you in heaven. They will hear and they will obey you. In the name of Jesus. Oh Father, I thank you for amplifying my voice. I bless you, O oh God. Father God, I declare that anything that the enemy has put in anyone's voice to shut it down tonight, I break that padlock in the name of Jesus. I destroy every restriction. I declare that we take new territory in the spirit realm, that our world travel far and wide, and we are dominating by the spirit of God in the name of Jesus. The Bible says how you anointed Jesus of Nazareth and how you have highly exalted him and he is seated in the heavenly places. He rules and he reigns. Father, today, O oh God, that Jesus is the name that is esteemed in heaven, that is exalted on the, on the face of the earth and under the earth. Therefore, I declare everywhere that the name of Jesus is exalted. I declare that my voices, that my voice go to those places and prevail in the name of Jesus Christ. The, the power of darkness, they recognize my voice and they obey it. I speak to situations, they hear me and they obey me. In the name of Jesus, I command mountains to go and they go. I command them to come and they come. I command the tree be rooted and be cast into the sea and they obey me because Jesus said they will obey me and I have what I say. Father, I thank you. Father God, I bless you that our life will never be the same again. I thank you, Father, for multitude are coming into this place to worship you. I declare, oh God, that the numbers of nations are coming from different areas and they are coming and they gather to worship you and we subdue this land in your name, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for opportunities 
and door that you have opened for us around the world to minister the world, to bring the light of the gospel to the dying world and to build up the, the body of Christ in love and to teach them how to take their inheritance in the name of Jesus. We thank you for opportunity. We thank you for boldness. We thank you for that girl, for the resources that you have granted us. The word of the seas are turned over to us. We bless your name, O oh God. We give you praise, O oh God. That men are coming. They are coming from everywhere to honor your word in our mouth. We give you all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, clap your hand, all ye. Clap your hand, all ye people. Shout to the voice of triumph. Shout to the voice of triumph. Shout to the voice of triumph. I will never be poor another day of my life. Poverty has no place in my family. He has no place in my church. He has no place in my ministry. He has no place in my nation. In the name of Jesus, I am different. Somebody shout, I am different. I pray with a different set of rules. Oh, yes. We pray by a different set of rules. We don't just confirm. We are highly lifted and we stand out. We stand out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anybody has that view? But I, I hope you guys are doing it at home. For those that have views, you don't have this view. Amen. Amen. He's not giving us the answer. He's the assignment. Who is my people? So, who is my people? So, I tell you, I think you know the answer to this. No, no. On Tuesday, you guys will bring the answer. Okay. You guys will bring the answer and we'll discuss it. Alright. So, there are different places in the Bible where God refers to our neighbors. But I know most of them will say neighbor. Our mind always goes to either your tenant or somebody close to you. It's not. But I know my neighbor. I know my own neighbor. Okay. 